All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. This is Allison Cameron. This is How Not to Be a Minimalist Podcast. I'm here with a very good friend, Hannah Monsberg. Super, super delicious rock star. <laughs> and, you know, I've been for months and for since I wrote the book and since, like, I, as long as I've been around, since I've been an adult. I've been trying to talk about how much, how important it is for me and for women, particularly women, everybody, but particularly women, to follow their dreams and to go for the things that they're passionate about. And I think so many times women put themselves on the back burner to their lives. And I'm not talking about like, I think, you know, becoming a mother and raising your family and being a housewife, I think those things are some of the most important and incredible things across the board. But when, but when you're talking about like, taking yourself off of everything else you care about and just becoming like a slave to tasks. Yeah. That's no way to live. Yeah. Do something for you. Yes. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk to Hannah because Hannah (laughs) is one of the most incredible singers I've ever heard in my life. And one of the most passionate, inspiring people that I've ever met. And she's a singer and she's a songwriter and she's a writer. And she's been across the board, one of the most dedicated and hardworking women. Served as like for years as a caregiver to her husband after he got out of horrible injury in the military. Take raised three beautiful girls. Been all around the world. Been taking care of like holding down the fort, taking care of the home, building a life, and then also pursuing her own passions all along the way. And so I just wanted to talk about that with you and how you do it. Because every single day women give up on their things they are passionate about because they're like, oh, I can't do this. This is too much. I need to focus on this. I need to focus on my kids. I need to focus on my husband. I need to do this and do that. Or they become creatively insecure and they don't know how to pursue what they love or what it is even to get to that step. So they just kind of stop and they're like, I'm, I'm settling for this because I feel safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it can be so overwhelming, um, but passions are so absolutely important. Um, first to identify in yourself. Everybody has a passion. It could be one thing. It could be a lot of things. Um, we're all born with this God-given gift or talent that we do effortlessly like we don't have to think about it it's this natural gift that's deep you know it's woven into who we are and so I passions true passions I think are remembered they're um, not something I mean you can create them but they're for me I feel like they're remembered there's something you did there's something in your childhood something that you did that was effortless it it was without trying at all Remember what, if you're trying to identify your passion, remember what that thing was when you were a child. What did you do? As a child, I was always writing. So since I was eight years old till now, and I'm 35, um, I wrote in journals. And it's not the kind of journal entry you're thinking. Some of them were, where they were just talking about my day or um, feelings I had about something. But they've evolved over the years. And now there are these, really precious volumes of my life you know of my soul's expression and so writing was definitely one of my remembered passions from when I was little so I absolutely love writing everything about it I was a documenter um, when I felt something when I saw something I just had the urge to write it down and I don't even know why it's just always been um, part of me 
So writing's a big one for me. Um, the writing lead, led to, you know, writing lyrics and poems and things like that. I love the arts and anything that has to do with uh, creativity and expression and creativity and stuff like that. So then it led to writing um, lyrics for music. And I always had a natural ability to sing. Um, I never had lessons. I've never, um, I, I've never uh, like, how do you say it? Um, when you take your craft and you really like get skilled, you learn all those tools. I've never taken any classes like that. So it was just something that I, a natural born, you know, gift. And, but I was extremely shy. I didn't um, put myself out there like most people would and do like open mic nights. And, you know, I would go and do what I could. I actually was like a wedding singer. <laughs> More like a wedding singer. That's so funny because you sing at my wedding and it was amazing. That's right, I did. <laughs> I never imagined it would go that route. You know, most times you the the claim to fame stories, it's like, you know, you do open mic nights and you do all these little um, anywhere that you can. But for me, it was like in the in the little spaces that I could, you know, it was my friends graduation parties. It was um, weddings. It was celebrations, you know, and that was what made me feel good. So when you're remembering your passion and you're trying to identify it, um, start there. And it doesn't have to be so obvious. It could be something so small that you do without trying. Um, that would be, you know, my advice to, to finding what your passion is, to start there. And then once you figure out what it is, do, do it. Do it because it feels good. And do it in small ways, you know. Um, we were talking about how, you know, being a mom or, or being a, a wife or, you know, life things. Life happens and, and things happen throughout your life and hard times and good times. And you... Uh, tend to get caught up in that and you forget you know you forget to do the things that you love and you forget to do things for you and so i would say just do things in small increments you know like it feels good so so do that you know the writing and the singing for me felt good so i did that and i did it in small increments over many years you know it was like someone would ask me to sing at the graduation party, so I did that. And then um, I, I might run into someone or, or be in the right time and place and meet someone that had some connection with music and was like, hey, do you want to record a song in um, my barn or yeah. in you know my makeshift studio in my house? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. you know. So I have all these kind of like... Um, songs that are from like old demos you know mm -hmm. and they're treasures now because I look back and think it was just small increments you know it wasn't like something that just boomed or happened overnight or um, passions can be that let them be that you know I kind of like I had this similar conversation with Nick when when we first met he had just gotten out of the military he was still like kind of like trying to go the route of like oh okay I'm gonna get into doing just like you know contracting work and being a, like a civilian firearms trainer like i'm gonna you know be that guy and i would watch him and he'd be standing on the line helping people with their guns and that's actually like how we met is he trained me how to use guns and he like couldn't look more like death like he freaking hated it you know <laughs> jeez you know this is sad like this guy this is what he knows he's good at it so it might not be something that you just know. Like, I think that's something that people get confused. They get misunderstanding. Like, okay, it's something that I know, so that's what I'm going to do, right? Yeah. 
it might not be something that you know, just, you know, you might be good at something that doesn't mean that's your passion, right? Yeah. So for him, what I started to like recognize was like, we'd be sitting in the car and a song would come on and he'd just get really quiet and turn it all the way up. And I love that because I love listening to music. Mm -hmm. And then he'd turn it down and he'd tell me a whole scene that he saw in his head of a whole video or a whole like movie. And I knew he loved to watch movies, but like the way that he saw like a vision of what the song brought in his heart, like he just started to see it. And he, he didn't just explain it in like, I don't know, like, oh, the, like a movie. He explained it like fully, almost like to shots, like shot by shot, like what he could see. Happening. Like a movie reel yeah. on his head. Like, like a director, yeah. you know? And I'm like, holy shit. Like, people don't always see that. They don't listen to a song and see a movie. Yeah. But for him, it was like he did. And he and I said, have you always had that? Like, since, and he was like, yes, yeah, since I was a kid, I would listen to music and get all, like, pumped up because I'd see, like, a whole scene, like a battle scene in my head. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're a producer, man. There you know? Is. Yeah. And he's, like, been in the military for his, like, whole adult life. And I'm, like, explaining to him how he's an artist. He's like, I'm not an artist. That's ridiculous. Like artists, like are yeah, hippies. Yeah. And I'm not a hippie. Yeah. Like, but he totally was, and I knew it from like the moment. Like these were like the first few months we were hanging out, and then we would go around and like take pictures. And he'd ask for my camera, and he'd take pictures. And I'm like, you're an incredible eye for photography, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was like he was finding something he was passionate about that no one ever told him that he could do. And so sometimes people have this like idea that like, oh, from the time you're little, you're supposed to have it all figured out. Yeah. Or like your parents are going to push you into ballet and you're going to be really good at it and that's your thing. Mm -hmm. Like, no man, like just because you're gifted at something doesn't mean it's your passion. Like what your passion is, is the thing that you don't stop <laughs> thinking about. Like when it's the whisper that turns to the roar when you don't listen to it, you know, it just keeps coming back and it stays with you throughout every part of your life. And until you identify that and actually just give it some awareness and say, Hey, I really have this thing that, you know, it means, it means something to me because like, and I mean, similar thing for me, but like, I didn't know, I always knew I was artistic because even though I wasn't incredible at art, I loved it, you know? Yeah. But like when I had somebody say, you know, in school, that there's this new program. We wondered if you'd be interested, in it, and I started doing video stuff. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, this is it. Like, yeah. I'm, you have the mind for that. Yes, and yeah. I would like in my head be like planning everything out the next time I was around it. And then no matter what, it just kind of always stuck with me. It was like something I did. I would see things like before I ever even put them on paper. Like I'd write, I'd write out stories like in my head and then later go write them out on paper and be like, that's a script for something. Like yeah, I could do that. Absolutely. And it's like, what are those things for people? You know, what is it that you're passionate about? And maybe it is something that's completely non-artistic. Maybe you're totally interested in like, you have a, a kid and your kids are awesome and you've got a problem. There's something wrong with the way that you do laundry. So you're like, how can Come I fix, with a stop losing for, socks, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need, if you, that's you, yeah, <laughs> I need you to fix that for me. <laughs> but whatever it, it is, it doesn't man. have to be so obvious and and huge and you know groundbreaking. It can be just something so small, you know. Right. And I do that. that do you? Know? I don't know if you've seen that movie Joy with um, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh -uh. She's. It's the story of the gal that like no, invented the, the twist mop. Okay. Yep. There you go. And it only came because she was like hard up, 
her and her husband were like getting a divorce. She like had her parents living with her. She was broke, but she was a housewife and she was a mom. And she was like, I got to clean my floors and my mops are driving me crazy. She cut her hand open, like trying to wring it out. Yeah. Yeah. And she came and up she with came the twist mop it. and she went on to make millions and start millions of businesses and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Genius. Maybe it's <laughs> business. Maybe it's art. Whatever it is, man. Like just. How, yeah. What would you say for you getting to that place was like, how did you know? Like, was it your childhood? Was it your teenage years? Like that, that music was something that was never going to leave. Yeah. Music always stayed with me. It was definitely through those hard years where you're trying to like figure out who you are and what you're going to do and you're supposed to have a plan and I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. I wasn't really great in school because I was more of an arts person, you know, so school for me was kind of hard. Um, and uh, music was just, it was, it was effortless. The, the feeling you get when you listen to it, you know, the writing of the lyrics, it made sense to me to write um, the way that you feel. And so it was my um, way of expression and it was just natural. And so um, I, it was always in the back of my head, you know, it was always there. Uh, every year on my birthday, uh, it would, you know, come and go every year. And I would think, you know, when you're young and you feel like you have this thing that you really want to do, you're pretty good at it. And you're like, you know, I should be, I, I want to be famous or I want to, I want to do this um, as a career and I want to, I want to make money from it and I want to do all these really big things. I want to be on a stage with the bright lights and do that whole thing. And so this kind of voice always talked to me in my head and said that this was what I really wanted and wanted to do. And so every birthday I'd be like, well, it hasn't happened yet. And I'm getting older and I don't know, you know, what does that mean? And like, like when is said, it going to happen? I haven't and been discovered. No one yeah, hasn't <laughs> been discovered. And like, I would really kind of beat myself up over it, you know? And, and, and I thought, well, I think I'm good enough, you know, to, to have this happen. And I feel like it, it should, but I think today what we are trying to get at is that it doesn't have to be, what does that mean? What does success mean really, truly? What does it, it's the definition that you give it. It's uh, fame. What does that mean? Validation, all of that stuff, you know, your music or whatever your passion or your craft or your thing is that you like to do. It's, it's your own and it can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be recognized around the world. If it is, that's great. And if it's not, do it because it feels good, you know? So it was always there. Music and singing and writing was always there for me. Um, and I got to a point, like I said, I'm 35 now. I have three kids and I'm married. Um, we've moved a lot of times. We've uh, had highs and lows and ups and downs and life uh, goes it just life-altering changes like bam. yeah all yeah. kinds of stuff right but music has always been a constant for me whether like I said it was like these little demos or this little recording or here and there you know um, it was just my constant when everything else was moving and changing it was always my constant so um, I think I remember saying to you that like I wrote when I was eight years old I had um, in my journal I wrote that I wanted to professionally record one song and that was on my bucket list. It was like, if I could do that one thing in this lifetime, I will be happy. Like that to me will be success for me. You know, that's what it meant for me. And, um, and you did it and I did it and I absolutely did it. And I, I, I'm just so grateful for that experience and that gratitude and doing what I love and 
um, never forgetting your passion, it led to another song. And then it led to another song. And now it's, you know, I, I have those songs in the books and those singles done. And um, now I'm working on a entire album. And again, it dates back to my writing and love for writing. You know, it's so the album that will come out maybe at the end of this year will be uh, kind of like an uh, really special um, audio book slash, I don't know how to describe it because it's really probably, the, I'm not sure, but the only one that I, I know of, you know, and so. It's a story. It's a story, yeah. Basically, I'm telling a story and narrating you through the tracks and then singing with them. So it's really unique and really special. So that'll come out like later, you know, this year sometime. Okay, so the other thing we were kind of talking about, like kind of not understanding, like maybe where certain things that you're passionate about will take you. And you were saying kind of how like in certain points you thought you, you were supposed to be like the singer, songwriter, performer, and then it kind of took you down this other road of like you were given these opportunities to do things for movie trailers and to kind of like create create music that like people hadn't heard before with languages that people hadn't heard before that stories yes. that people hadn't heard yes, before. Yes, totally. And that wasn't something that you ever understood that would happen in your mind like oh no. someday I'm going to do movies trailer songs. So exactly. So currently I'm doing uh, music for movie trailers like you were just saying, I never thought in a million years that that is how it would manifest into my life. I was always pushing and pushing for the like superstar, you know, the pop superstar and Sage with the big lights and, and the outfit changes <laughs> and all that, you know, the, the glitz and the glam. And that was, that was always what I thought it was going to be, but you know, it never, it, it sometimes does turn out that way, but yeah. it, it never, goes the way you really think it does but sometimes in the best way that it, it's going to manifest into your life the way it should for you yeah you never would have had the things that you have now had you had done that you wouldn't yeah. have a, the awesome husband the awesome girls like oh the most not at all life yeah it would have been a different experience oh totally and it wasn't meant for me that that particular part of the story wasn't meant for me and so now doing movie trailers i get to I have this love for drama and I have this love for film and I have this love for, um, I mean, who doesn't love music for the movies? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's emotional, it's, it's so moving, epic. it's epic, it's huge. And so I, I never realized that this is how it would manifest into my life, but the writing, all the writing I was doing when I was little, um, it's all been tied into the movie trailers now. So all the writing that I'm doing is really epic and emotional and dramatic and I just thought I was a really emotional, sensitive child, <laughs> you know, but I'm maybe, you but were. <laughs> actually I was like this, un you know, this unbelievable writer that really loved to, um, and loved to sing. So I love to get this message out, my message out with these really deep lyrics and, um, the style that I sing in completely so, different than anything I've ever heard in my life. Like the way that it makes you feel. It's not like, I mean, it, because it is so epic and it is for movie trailers, you can't listen to it without going like, oh my God, like I'm watching a movie in yeah. my head, like completely. And so that's kind of the thing that like, it matters, it means so much to me because it's totally different. Like people go through things and they hear songs and music affects people in different ways. And you can like have a genre of music send you back to a time in your life like that, right? But like, there's only certain music that can like take you down a road and paint a picture of like a future vision of something for you. Yeah. 
every time I listen to your music, every time I listen to it, it doesn't just go like a story of my life or a story of, it is like you've got to, it creates imagination. It creates inspiration for the next thing that you're like, have, I mean, I mean, literally Nick and I will turn everything off, turn the lights off, like lay down and listen Aww. to your stuff. Anytime you send us something new so Aww. that we can just like create in our mind, like something that we see. Cause it's just so inspirational and it's so passionate. It's totally different than anything. It is, and I would have never imagined, but now that I'm here, this feels like home to me. You know, it's that feeling of coming full circle and it feels like home. It's deep in my heart. Every time I write a new um, piece and sing it and record it, it's, it's that full circle moment and it's part of my heart and soul and um, it's so special to me. So um, it's, I, it's, the range is like from a fantasy language for you know avatar you know yeah. the navi people so there's that then there's um just really dramatic uh vocals for marvel type movies like transformers or things like that you know all those marvel superhero movies um and then there's the soft and sweet angelic stuff for things like um family adventure and disney style type stuff you know so there's it just spans all all across the board you know i'm kind of like a chameleon and so it's been fun to to no matter what piece i'm working on or recording that day to really like become a chameleon and get into that skin and and feel like well what would it would it feel like to be wonder woman you know mm -hmm. what would she be singing you know and so that's that is how it kind of all got to this point and it's it's magical and it's been so much fun and i'm having fun with it and enjoying it and um, just doing it every day as much as I can. That's so freaking awesome. Well, so like for anybody else, like you kind of touched on it earlier, but I just wanted to say it again, like, because people have this idea in their head when they're starting something that if they don't get to the end all be all of the top of the mountain to this level of arrival with something that they're passionate about, then it doesn't matter. And like, I've across the board, I mean, for me, like I got into like the whole I went to film school and I was like, I'm going to be a movie producer. I'm going to be like a videographer. I'm going to go. But I started out shooting weddings. Yeah. So, you know, and yeah. you're like, yeah. <laughs> after a couple divorces, I would sit through weddings like, oh my God, give me a break. Like, yeah. but that's horrible. But like, yeah. I just was like, okay, I think at that point I was like, I think this is not really for me anymore. I shouldn't probably be doing weddings. I'm going through some things here, but like going for it and, and, like I always kind of had this love-hate relationship with my craft because it became my livelihood, so it's work. Yeah. But it's also my passion, so it's like there's days where I just want to talk to no one and I want to go out and I want to shoot stuff for myself in the woods. And like I used to do that when I was struggling, I would just like I'm gonna go shoot some pictures. I'm just gonna go do my thing. I'm gonna go be and shoot some video. But it also was something that became like a drag because I'm up until three o'clock in the morning editing a video for somebody that meant nothing to me, you know? So it's yeah. like, there's always a tear between something you're passionate about and something that you need to do for like life. Yeah. It's, it's a love hate relationship, but it's also like a complete, like it's a, it's like first world problems, mm -hmm. right? Like, totally. Oh, you yeah. get to do something that you love and yeah. make money. Yeah. At it. Like I'm feel so sorry. For yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And that's not, that's not it at all. Right. You know, that's really not, that's such a small part of it, you know? 
Um, totally. That's like, and, and if when you get to that place where it's like, okay, so you find something you're passionate about, but you also need to make money. And so you need to kind of like figure out the balance of like taking jobs that are stupid that you have to do to make money yeah. versus doing. Oh, the like. struggle is real. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. I don't want anyone to think that's listening that think that it's like this, like, oh, well now everything's okay. Cause, cause you're doing that, you yeah. know, and it's big and it's huge. Oh, there's so many things I do on the behind the scenes and the, the, you know, on the other side that, um, along with the music that I do that to make, you know, the daily everything run, you know, and pay the bills and that stuff. So it's not perfect. It's, and it's not easy that, you know, it's hard, but it, and you I'm did grateful. The, you did the door knocking thing where you're going oh, to completely. people. Yeah. I'm still, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm still doing it essentially yeah. right now. I'm doing it. Painting you know, when like, I create a new trailer, I have to submit it to another music company that then pitches it to the larger picture houses. And, um, it's a process and it, it's not, uh, there are good days and bad where you are like, why won't you just listen to this and know that this is the best music for your it's movie? My whole heart. You should know that this is everything you need. You need to listen to this. You need to have this. So, um, it, there's a whole other side to it for sure. And, um, I just want anyone who's listening to know big or small, it doesn't matter. Um, don't discredit yourself. Don't play small love yourself say yes to new experiences like listen to that voice inside whatever it is that your heart's telling you you know enjoy the whole do process it wholeheartedly yeah enjoy the process the highs the lows the whatever that means for your journey you know the whether it's you know trying to get people to listen to your music or it's um you know trying to get that business off the ground or trying to invent that thing you always wanted to invent or um there's so many things you yeah. know there's so many things just whatever that is do don't and don't let go of it like i know i know for me because of that same thing feeling a little bit like you know i needed to make something of myself i needed to like because i watched so many of my friends like all the kids i went to film school with moved to new york or la and they're just like busting their ass waiting tables and trying to make it happen yeah and for me i was just like I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like that's the way that it's going to happen for me. Yeah. I'm not going to go do something else that I don't have any interest in so that I can like be in a city where something might be discovered. Mm. I would prefer to like do what I like to do and just keep it going until, until I can make it happen for myself until I can create. And like, that's the thing with like, okay, so for instance, the whole thing with my book, we've kind of talked about this earlier. Like I, for me, like the book was totally just a passion project. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, I need to make money. I'm going to go sell a book to like my five followers yeah. <laughs> on Instagram. I was like, no, like for me, I've been writing since I was little. I did all these extra English classes when I was like 10th grade. I was going to college courses and trying to like learn how to write. I loved it, but it was never something that I saw myself doing yeah. for a living. I was trying to learn how to like be able to write and finish stuff. And I'm just, I really am like pretty artsy and pretty scattered when it comes to like day-to-day -day stuff and as as together as I can be with certain things like I collectively like having my thoughts down and getting things done and being like task oriented is like okay I can get scattered and I can get artsy fartsy and I can lose my train of thought and so I tried to write a book when I was 23 and I got about halfway through it and I just was like, I don't even know that I think this way anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like I was yeah. 23 years old, like yeah, I don't oh know yeah. what I think. I don't even know if I believe what I'm saying, you know? So I stopped writing that book and I remember trying to like, like 
okay, I, I knew that there was a book in the cards for me. I always knew that I was going to write one and I didn't really know how I wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. But once I kind of grasped, I had this like weekend away. It was actually kind of funny because so Nick and Josh, her husband, your husband, yeah. they went and found this ranch that they wanted to like do these retreats with veterans at and whatever. And so they went and spent some time out there and they're like, this is what we're going to do. Like, this is going to be what, the next thing for the Raider Project. We're going to take guys out here. We're going to do this thing. So I got to go on one of these retreats and I had kind of set aside in my head, like, I'm going to have my own room to myself. I'm not going to stay with Nick because I feel like the guys should be together. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, I'm there to shoot pictures and videos, but I'm going to like be separate yeah. so that they can do their thing. Yeah. So I had my own room to myself and I had a lot of time and I just started to write on little pieces of paper that they had a little notebook in the room. I just started to write thoughts in my head and like in one weekend, the entire idea for the book came to me. I knew exactly what I wanted to say. And I like, for the next few days, just spent all my time pouring out an outline on paper. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I knew what every chapter name was gonna be, and I knew kind of the ideas that were gonna be poured into each chapter. But it took me two years to get it all out and to get it all figured out, you know? Yep. One little step at a time. Yes, yeah. and I remember- Alongside life. Nick and I went last, um, September to Greece and he was like so I was finished I just had finished and he was like so what are you gonna do and what is your what do you see for this and I said I honestly feel like I don't even care what this does I don't I don't care if it gets published I don't care if it gets picked up the fact that I did this like from cover to cover told my story and found a way to like because it was a clusterfuck. My story was fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. found a way to like create some sort of like a message that I've always had in my heart, whether it's from like things I've experienced or stuff my mom taught me or mm -hmm. whatever. It was like I, I knew that I just wanted it out and that's all that mattered. And it's really true to this day. Like that is all that mattered. I had a goal. I said, you know what? I said, I want to sell 200 copies my first month. And he's like, yeah, but don't you want this or don't you want that? I said, I, don't, I honestly don't care. Yeah. Like for me, like that's a great goal. So I pushed and I did it. And the first month I sold 200 copies and I was on the Amazon bestseller list. And I was like, perfect, cool, I'm good. Yeah. And I stopped looking at how many I sold. Yeah. Like at that point, I never looked again. And the rest is just this amazing bonus and it's just gratitude. And, and then it's on to the next fashion yes. project, you know? And it was so cool for me because it wasn't about like, I'm at a place in my life now where like I'd done so much of the grind work and waitress and done like bartending oh, yeah. for years. I've done every job <laughs> there really is. <laughs> I was like, this book is not the book that's gonna like make or break me financially. So this is literally just for me. And I, I hope it gets out there and I hope the message gets out there, but I'm not gonna like get hung up on if it's uh, whatever, if yeah. it makes it, if yeah. I get discovered, yeah, whatever, if whatever it that means. sells a million copies, yeah. if I'm a bestseller, if it's, you know, whatever. I said that, that to me isn't what it's about. To me, it's about just sharing authentically who I am and as a message. And the fact that we're in a place in our generation, I mean, that's mind blowing really, if you think about it. We're at a place in our generation where we can push it out and sell 200 copies in a month. Yes, we can make something from nothing. From nothing. We can work from home. We can there, we, the sell our old shit on eBay. Endless. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Can do anything. Yeah, old wedding dress. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anything. Whatever. 
it's just it doesn't matter it, it's all the possibilities now are endless you know because and of the the work that women put in to even get us where we are we can yeah and leave the comparison put that behind like just do you enjoy who you are live authentically your life you know and that it will show you know and it i will love shine. so much what you were saying earlier i know this isn't we didn't talk about this at all but just at the breakfast table we're talking about your girls and how much it's been like a, something that's important to you to just kind of like shelter them from comparison and shelter them from like social media yeah and body image stuff and all that that that, that comes from that from seeing that and and using it and um, like we were talking about, it can, technology is for good, you know, it's, it is for, it can be used for the good, but those are those things that I didn't want them to um, see or feel, because uh, if you can teach them elsewhere, you know, I feel like that's the best place to teach them is in the, is in the home, you know, and coming from their mom, you know, and the, the, the strong females in their life, like you, and <laughs> from, and, from people who like, Ali. who aren't, there to like sell themselves or sell themselves short or mm -hmm. whatever like people who actually just live in their lives and can teach them how to be strong yeah and and doing what they love they those girls know when i go into my studio and i'm singing and i'm writing and and recording that mommy's doing what she loves and i hope that that's teaching them you know to be um one to have to love themselves and be confident enough to do what they love because that for me was part of my journey was being so excruciatingly afraid of um, maybe being on stage or singing in front of people you know that sort of thing and um, now I sing in my own home in my own studio and it's perfect and it's perfect for for my journey you know um, but I hope that that teaches them that you know that confidence and to love themselves and and be fearless and um, that it's just so important for them to see that to have that and I, you know what and that's one thing i will end on this note just because that's like so amazing and that's one of the biggest things i've learned from you as a mom it's like if for anything like i watch so many women put themselves on the back burner so that they can raise their kids and you know what raising kids is awesome and i have no doubt in my mind that if that's what you're passionate about and that's what you love that like you are raising awesome children but like if you're choosing to erase yourself and who you are and the desires of your heart like what are you showing your kids? What are you showing yeah. your girls? Yeah. That like, that's what you have to do too. If you want this, like, yeah, exactly. just be erased and be invisible for a while. And then someday maybe no man. Yeah, like, it's so no. important to do it alongside life, to do it while all that stuff is happening. I, you know, I never thought that it would, um, write out the way it has for me, but it's totally okay. I'm happy and I love it. And look wh what I'm doing now. It's just so fun and it's so fascinating. And, um, so I, I would say, yeah, just keep doing, keep doing it in small, small steps and small increments. Just don't forget yourself, love yourself, um, be yourself. Your girls have like your biggest freaking cheerleaders, man. Like Aww. I've never seen, cause like I did, I mean, I didn't, I mean, to be really completely honest, like I, and my, my mother and I did not have a like, great relationship growing up. Like I remember thinking like, oh my God. <laughs> and now only now as an adult do I grasp what an incredible person she is you know mm. but you have little girls that like already are like 
my mom can do anything. She's oh, like phenomenal. You. you know, like just like listening to them talk about you, watching them look at you, like they're mesmerized by their mom. And it's like, because of you just like holding on to being passionate about who you are and what you love to do. It's like so inspirational. I adore them. And I, <laughs> and when I feel a little afraid of say, make taking that next big leap or whatever it is, hitting that note or writing that, that one liner or for the next big uh, thing, I, I think of them. I really, I think of them because they, um, they embody all of that, that uh, of being fearless. You know, children just have that natural ability to be fearless and they have that natural ability to just shine. And so I actually think of them and they're my inspiration. I mean, they really are. So that's- They're so freaking tough girls. I mean, I remember, I still, I think about it all the time, us like driving down the streets in Hawaii, blaring Katy Perry and they just like, <laughs> Oh yeah, they love it, they love that. <laughs> and they don't care at all, and it's like, we all need to get back to that, especially women, man, like get back to that thing where like, yes. you don't care how you sound screaming in the cars, <laughs> like yes. listening to yourself yes, sing. Yes, please. Because like, the biggest thing that holds us all back is the way that we are afraid of other people seeing us. And I've said it a million times, and I said it on my last podcast, but it's like, it's really freaking true. Like, I'm not the best singer, I'm not the best, artist. I'm not the best photographer. I'm not the best yeah. writer. I'm not the best at anything. There's nothing that I'm the best at. I'm not freaking amazing at like weightlifting. I'm not amazing mm -hmm. at like keeping my, none yeah. of that. Right. But I feel like I'll go further in my life than anyone I know in so many areas because of the fact that I will not worry about what everybody's thinking about me in the process of and getting where I'm going. And you will share authentically. I will yeah. share authentically and I will not worry about what that person thinks about what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's nicely said, I like that, what you're trying to figure out. I'm because trying we to, all are trying to figure trying it out, figure you know? It out. And if you get like, oh, I'm not very good and so-and-so is gonna think this about the way that I'm writing this or the way that I'm talking about this or the way, like, no, man. Yeah. Like you doing you and you getting your passion and like figure, like there will be people in your life that are like, what? Like you aren't even good at that. Like yeah. always, right? Yep. Or they won't take the time to listen or they won't, you know, they won't follow what you're doing or they won't, you know, and you just still have to keep doing it. You know, it's for you. It's for you. And it, and it will get to a place where it's like, you get to share with whether it's five people or 500 people, you'll get to share it and it'll affect people. And the message will be heard and it will um, help change someone's life. It will heal someone that's going through something because this life is hard, you know, and yes. it's, and it can be brutal sometimes and it can knock you down. And, um, what we're talking about today is all about just passions and bringing you back up and loving yourself and, and all of that. Yeah, I just feel like purpose is so important to know that we are all here for a very special purpose. We all have these beautiful stories to be told and um, purpose is so important. You're, you're important, you know, you need to be here. You have so much to offer. That you is know. such a huge thing too, because like people don't grasp that like they think if they're not famous or that something doesn't get heard or whatever, that it's not worth, it's not a value or they're not a value, but it's really not true. There is like, it, it can be one person that you're there to be f there for. Mm -hmm. 
And if one person is changed or healed or helped in any low moment or, or midday, you know, then it's, it's done its work. You know, that's why we're all put here. We are all put here for that. It's a, it affects and change every, it affects and change everything to have connection between people. Like we mm. talked about, like that, just that peace. And maybe that's all, maybe that's it. Maybe your passion is just like finding people and being connected. I mean, even just like with the Raider project, like I think about that sometimes I, I grew up in, my parents were pastors and I grew up in ministry and I was a youth pastor and I did all this like church stuff. And I always was kind of like, eh, like I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be there anymore. But like it set my life up so that we're now like I'm, I'm running an organization that's like to help veterans and I know exactly how to do things. Yeah. And I didn't, and as a kid and as like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to sit at church. But that, that bit of like my life of like growing through that and watching my parents and how they could like related to people and how they like empowered people to find their purpose and all mm -hmm. that stuff. It sunk in, it settled, it went in there. And then I was able to like, now I get to help do that. Mm -hmm. You get to help facilitate that and, and get that message out and help others. And yeah, purpose is absolutely, you know, it's, it's everything, you know, to know that you're important and you're special and that you're needed and you're wanted. And the, the, the gifts that you have are, are um, incredible, big and small. And like, and that is the biggest thing. Like your gifts are, I, I've watched more people that can sing completely just like throw it away because they don't think they're good enough or they don't think they'll be discovered or they don't think it's going to be a thing. So it's like, well, there's millions of singers. Oh yeah, those terrible voices in your head that tell you that you're not good enough or that you're not as good as the, the other person that's doing it or they have more followers, they have more likes, they have... Um, they get, have a great income from it. They are doing this as a career. You know, it's everything. Um, those, it's, those are hard moments, you know, and, and they're real and they happen. Um, but it's like you, you've ultimately, like, I've seen you sing in front of people. I mean, seeing you sing in front of people, it's like people are like, I mean, it blows their mind. It it's, changes everything. It, like, takes off people's armor and it like makes it fall to the ground because like they were not expecting you to have like, I mean, you're this tall, skinny, beautiful woman and oh, like having a nice voice, sure. But like the amount of power behind your voice, it changes like it. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah, it, 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 it's just I heart just, and soul it just yes. comes from heart and soul and and um, discovering my own purpose here, you know, and that this mess, this message inside of me and this feeling inside of me needs to be expressed. It needs to get out. It's for my well-being. It's for my positive mental health. It's for my heart, you know, yes. For your own cathartic expression. And that's what I felt like when I wrote that book too. It was like, that was my biggest healing thing. Like while I was writing it, I was walking out some of the stuff that I was putting in that book. Oh yeah. And you know, I'm working on another one, another book. And I don't, <laughs> it's like, it sounds stupid, but it's like, it's like almost like the stuff I deal with the most and the things that are the hardest for me in my life. It's like I start getting all this, like, I don't know if it's just like, 
I can't, I can't even express it. It's like enlightenment about it while I'm dealing with it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, it's I'm healing. foaming at the mouth with like certain like emotions. And then it's like, I'm getting targeted with like enlightenment on the topic. You're opening those wounds, but yes. you're healing them yourself, you know? Because it's like, I'm starting to write it out. You're healing yourself. And then at the same time, you're helping to heal others exactly. and getting your message out. That's yes. going to touch somebody that's going to get them out of that depression or that's going to get them out of that hard time where they're feeling stuck or they're feeling like nobody or whatever it is, you know, and you're helping to, to heal that person. And, and then you give by you doing what you're doing and following those passions and having that purpose and loving yourself, then you know, you're giving that next person the permission to do it too. Cause I feel like once we, like us sitting here right now, you know, both females, um, both in, in our, you know, authentic life and our power and, and doing that every single day, that is now giving other females and other people in this moment in time to do those same things, you know? It's empowering. It really is. It's like, Finding out your purpose and your passion, even just what you're passionate about is empowering because it's empowering to you. It's empowering your kids and your family. You're raising up women to do the same just because you're doing it. Just because you're doing it. That's it. And I don't want anyone listening to get overwhelmed. That's, that's <laughs> the one thing. No, I don't want anyone to get overwhelmed and think, well, what is this big thing that I have to, you know, it's, it, it can be, like you said, the, the mop. It can be <laughs> the something so small, Baking. but it's so special. Yes. Yeah. If you love being a mom, then you can become your own blogger about being a mom, you know, being a, a, I, gosh, there's so many things, yes. you know, there's so many things So do that, you know, and be passionate and, and do things that like that, that warm your heart up and get it fluttering and make it feel like you felt when you kissed the boy that you liked for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Like, get those feelings, you know, spark that magic, the passion. Like, oh man. In like, there. That's the kind of stuff. I mean, I'm like nuts about Nick and I like love him to pieces. And sometimes I look at him and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so in love with this guy. But like, I feel like that about a lot of other things too. I feel like that about like writing and about oh, like yeah. art. And I, I mean, I get the same sensation yep. in my stomach. Like, oh my that God, fluttery. this is incredible. Yeah, it is. I, we just this week, we were dealing with like, we've had all these new people we've hired and we've got like a staff of 13 now. We're just about to hire another one. So we're about to hit 14. And I just like, we left to go out of town and we checked the cameras at the office and saw that our entire team had a staff meeting without us there and you could see them all sitting at the desk and they ordered lunch for each other and they like totally did like our corporate culture like thing and I looked at Nick and he looked at me and we both almost started to cry it's like when you see your kid do something amazing like yeah you're like look at each other and only you and your spouse are like oh my god oh, yeah. did he just do that, <laughs> yeah, so did that cool. just <laughs> yeah. it was like watching that happen and seeing that like these people like believe in the same things that we believe in and they believe in the vision and they they want to carry it with us it's like when you are that person when you come into your purpose and your vision and you're passionate about what you do you inspire other people around you to live that same thing mm -hmm. and they're going to attract the tribe you. You're going to oh. attract this beautiful, abundant tribe, you know, around you that's going to then um, support you. You're all going to support each other. You're all going to um, continue to live with purpose, follow your passion. You got to get out of your own way. Oh, gosh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's like the, th the biggest thing that like I feel like in my life I've learned 
because of my pain, I always got in my own way. Like the things that I knew I loved, I always put them on the back burner because of my pain. And I would get in my own way and I would sabotage myself with coping mechanisms mm -hmm. to deal with wrong paths, wrong men, yep. wrong, you know, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, like things that I could do to like, a like alleviate pain, whatever it was, I'd set myself back from my passion and my purpose. For you, it was pain. For me, it was fear. Because it, there's that thing that you have to identify with, you know? And, and for me, it was fear. It was, I had to get out of my way. I was so fearful of every, I was so fearful of even taking a first step. I was so fearful to just open my mouth and sing, you know? Like I was so fearful to like write those words and then have everyone read them, you know? So it was fear for me. And then, so everything along those lines, like you were talking about, were, was it was like I couldn't move you know because I was so afraid so it's getting out of your own way definitely absolutely so do it go for so it do it live your passion <laughs> live your dream whatever that is big and small enjoy and, the journey and every love step it while away. you're doing it yeah so I really quickly just so people know like I know you said your album's not out but maybe just share how they can find you on Instagram whatever your website things like that and so they can keep up with when your album does drop the, the new one because you have other music they can already download but yeah yeah there's all there's um different genres <laughs> of different things so the you know the album doesn't come out till later in the year um so I'll announce when that comes out my uh singing page on Instagram is Leilani Music. I release everything under Leilani Music because uh, it me in Hawaiian it means heavenly flower. I'm born and raised in Hawaii so that was always a very special uh, name in my heart and so that's what I picked for my music. So you can find me on Instagram at Leilani Music. Um, my personal page is HB808 and that's got all of my family and the life stuff and um, my home in Hawaii and all that. So that's where they can find me. Okay. And then I'll definitely push out too. As soon as I know that that thing's out, <laughs> I'm going to drop it like it's hot, like everywhere I can find, because it has changed the way that I see stuff. I mean, just, just hearing the music, it's, it's something that I've never heard before. And I've heard a lot of stuff. I've heard a lot of music and like, it is something that I've never heard before. And it makes, it gets me excited about like my own dreams and my Aww, own passions, just because I know you and what you love. Yeah. So if you're listening and it's something that you're thinking about for your life, if, whether it's singing or it is making a mop that you can twist, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, like not giving up on like what it is that you feel like your passion is, your purpose is, and going for it all the way, whether it's a moneymaker or not. Not giving up on yeah, yourself. Yeah, do it anyway. Yeah, do it anyway. Do it anyway. And if you want to hear specific songs that kind of show um, what I'm doing, you can find them on iTunes. Love Heals You is one of them. Eternal oh, no. Time. Hale Kula. Um, so you can find those under um, my artist name, Leilani. So that's there. I'll put all the links in, in the description as well so you can click them and find her. And yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> These little girls are like, are you guys done? They're like, what are you doing? <laughs>